Welcome to The Art of Being a Mum, the podcast where we hear from mothers who are creators and artists, sharing their joys and issues around trying to be a mother and continue to make art. My name's Alison Newman. I'm a singer, songwriter and mother of two boys from regional South Australia. I have a passion for mental wellness and a background in early childhood education. on today Adam it's a pleasure to have you join on this very special episode I am stoked thank you so much <laughs> it's, it's I think it's important to um to 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 open up these conversations absolutely yeah for sure so can you tell us about your connection with music how you got into playing and all the amazing things that you've done over the years all right well how long have we got um <laughs> uh, look I I I first got into music uh fully I guess in in Mount Gambier when I was um, uh, a student at uh, at Grant High School, and that kind of led on to um, coming up to Adelaide to, to study jazz and uh, as a saxophonist, and from that point, um, I I kind of I don't know I just I just sat back and 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 let the you know, let the music guide where I was going. And I've, I've done all kinds of things in my life since then, musically from spending three and a half years on cruise ships, uh, uh, playing in the orchestras on ships to, uh, you know, touring with, with bands around, around the country and around the world and um, playing in uh, my millions of recordings um, and, uh, as, as I guess a freelance saxophonist, but also a lot of writing as well. Heaps of writing for small ensembles and larger ensembles. Um, uh, currently, I'm I'm writing uh, for the Adelaide Symphony Orchestra and have done um, multiple times in the last few years. Um, I've written uh, major works for uh, New Zealand Symphony Orchestra and um, Orchestra Wellington as well. Um, I've travelled the world with my multi-instrumental looping improvised show. Um, yeah, I don't know, like heaps, heaps and heaps and heaps of stuff. And this this stuff um, happened, I mean, you know, a lot of it happened before I was a father, um, but there, there's still, yeah, there's still a lot of it that, that still exists. Just it, just, it just looks a little different now. Mm. Yeah, for sure. So you said multi-instrumentalist. How many instruments can you play? <laughs> well, I own a lot more than I can play. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I guess the woodwinds are my, my first go-to. So, you know, all of the saxophones, clarinet, flute, um, uh, other f- uh, flutes like Native American flute and bansuri. Uh, but then, you know, piano has always been a um, big part of my, my sort of... Uh, creativity um and the tools for for writing um all sort of come from the piano uh i play guitar bass drums and percussion yeah and other bits and pieces <laughs> weird <laughs> instruments from around the world but um yeah i guess you know i call myself a multi-instrumentalist but um you know i'm a, I'm a, I'm a saxophone player first mm-hmm. 
so you just do you have a passion for just like trying out new things and just seeing what happens and finding new ways to do things yeah I do I do because I mean you know music's music and um you know the 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 fundamentals of music remain no matter what instrument you play and so like I you know I play drums like I play the saxophone I play you know the 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 nose flute in the same way that I was I would play the bass it's just you know it's the same music but just a different different technique and um a different uh a different voice that you're using but inside it's still the same the same music that's cool and you went to New Zealand recently I saw on your Instagram I did, and that was pretty lucky. I'd, I'd been working on a um, on a saxophone concerto that was that was written for me that I'd collaborated with as well in the composition process, and um, uh, uh, yeah, so I'd been working on it for for a long time, and I got it to a point where it was was ready, and I was ready to go over and work with this orchestra, and you know, do the performance and a recording as well, and then you know, some <laughs> some some COVID business was starting to drop around the place, and um, I luckily I got over um, you know before anything happened, and um, while I was over there, the Victorian outbreak sort of happened, and uh, I luckily changed my flights earlier to go through uh, Auckland and Adelaide rather than Melbourne. If uh, I'd gone through Melbourne, I would have yeah I would have been stuck, but um, yeah, I got back a day before lockdown in South Australia, so. <laughs> I'm very lucky I got it done because I think, you know, I mean, I'm just so used to cancellations now. The last 18 months has just been just one project lost after another. Um, and I've got used to that kind of dynamic that it creates creatively. Um, but if this if this show was cancelled, I would have been pretty gutted. <laughs> it's like an emotional roller coaster, isn't it? It really is. It's really tough. And... Um, you know, the, the the deeper we get into this, you know, like I, I'm I'm understanding more and more about my my creative process and what what I need and what keeps me buoyant. Um, and a lot of a lot of these sort of situations that are occurring around us are, um, in a lot of ways, they're kind of <laughs> they're they're sort of drowning my my normally buoyant kind of. Um, attitudes and 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 my, my direction that I normally kind of take so and that's just purely because we can't we, you know we can't dream <laughs> I mean we can dream yeah but that's we it we can't fully turn those dreams into into a reality without all of this uncertainty um mm. that is attached to it so it's yeah it's very difficult yeah for sure it's like you you want to have ideas and goals and dreams but you're sort of like well what's the point because it's not going to happen anyway like you feel that it's crushed before. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying not to get to that point of like, what's the point? <laughs> because yeah. because the you know in so many ways the point is, it's not in the delivery. It's in the creation. Um, and I, yeah, but it's hard though. It's hard because you know you take I've, you know you take away one fundamental part of the of the project, which is the delivery. Um, and it's very hard to stay focused without letting that that idea of of uncertainty creep in you know yeah. it does it does definitely affect affect the creation affect every every level of it really yeah absolutely um have you been able to do much um like work online with your music or have you found other ways to be able to create yeah look i 
back in the the like you know the first sort of wave, I guess you could call it. I did a few online performances, which went really really well. Like I was surprised actually the the community that that kind of you know opted in um, was super supportive, and you know I could I could see the the comment thread just going crazy while I was performing, and it was just it was just really nice. Um, I'm 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 planning on doing another couple of those in the, in the coming weeks as well. Um, just like basically for my, my friends over in, you know, New South Wales and, and Victoria and just to give them something to consume. Um, but aside from that, I've been really lucky that I've, I've had some, I've had some composition projects that have really kept me, um, kept me going um, with, with the Adelaide Symphony Orchestra and, and also uh, some, some other, you know, work with with uh, a small ensemble, um, the the Ben Todd Quartet um, with Ben Todd, who's a drummer, Paul White and uh, James Muller, and that those two projects have really kind of kept me kept me going. Yeah, but it's it's hard. <laughs> So you mentioned a little bit before uh, before you had your kids. What did your music li- life look like at that stage? Were you doing it full time? Oh yeah, it's it. There, you know, <laughs> there's there's no doubt that once you have kids, the you know that that changes. You know, and and for me, I I kind of made a made a decision before we had our our first daughter that my life was going to change. Okay, and so. What, what I had in the past will not, I, I will never have that again. Um, and that, that led to me really thinking about priorities and this, at this moment in my life, like what is important? And it really, like, I mean, it was, it was just so clear that the most important part of my life right now is, is, is my family and creating those, those irreversibly um, positive relationships with my with my children and with my partner as well and so uh yeah everything changed um i was doing mate yeah so so much stuff uh creatively and and i was definitely absolutely in control of my day of my week of my hour there was a point um before we had kids where you know there was quite a while where i would on a sunday night um, look at my week and uh, I'd printed out these um, calendars with uh, you know from from 5 a.m to midnight basically um, and I would I would schedule everything that was happening in the week and I would just sit there for an hour or so on a Sunday night and and just put it all in including like hang time including breaks including just like okay so on Thursday I'm doing nothing and then um, and I'll just let it happen. And so, you know, I might go to the art gallery, I might go for a swim, I might, whatever, you know, Thursday's a free day. But then all of the other days, I would like totally just go like, right, this is best case scenario. And then, you know, 
I'd, I'd, you know, on Monday night, I would, uh, I would look at it and go see what's happening Tuesday and go like, yeah, that looks cool. Or I could change this, change that. So it was a very, very productive, um, <laughs> incredibly. Uh, and then when you have children, you like, if you're, if you're a committed parent, if you are completely into the next few years being, you know, in a state of creative upheaval, if you commit to that, then, um, you know, it, 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 it changes, it changes everything. You know, you can't, it's not possible to, to, um, have those, those sort of, uh, positive relationships without making sacrifices. Um, and, you know, and I, I hope I'm not sounding negative here. Like I, because I, 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 I'm very positive about it and I'm very happy about the choices I make because, or have made and continue to make because I have had, you know, I've had discussions with, with people who have gone the other way where they have, um, followed the path of their career and their, and their music or, or their art. And it's, it's caused the, you know, the downfall of their family. And, and, and that's, that, that's, that's long-term. <laughs> okay. That's, that's an absolute long-term thing that, that everybody regrets i'm sure and so so yeah it's it, it it's um i don't know i've just gone i'm, I'm going around in so, so many circles here in different different directions <laughs> but but you know you, you know what i'm saying like you've just yeah. got to make those sacrifices for the good of of your of your of your village you know of, of that that beautiful thing that we call family oh, that's it um yeah so you had you had a, a conscious think about it i suppose of what what your life was going to look like and made a decision for yourself but but can i if i can add to that yeah um we also with with my partner georgia like we had really fantastic conversations um uh about my career and about my art and about what i need uh because i my, my needs are very clear like i i need to be creating i need to be um doing something musically um and and the importance of that and so you know the the conversation just even having a conversation about the the importance of art of of music and of being creative in my life actually gave me more room um to to step away from that for a while and know that when the time was right i can i can commit to it again I can just go straight back into it so and 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 it was funny because in the first you know in her first year of life I I wrote uh basically 90 minutes of of orchestral music for this concert and I have I have no memory of writing it like I don't know how I did it but we made it work um and there was a bunch of projects that happened in the you know it, it, in those first kind of couple of years because it's like we had these conversations. We were totally open about what, you know, what I wanted to do, but but most importantly, what I was capable of. Mm. First, firstly, as a as as a musician, as an artist, but then secondly, as a father. You know, like so, it's, it's a constant balance um, between the two. And um, you know, sure, it tips out of balance sometimes. Sometimes I'm way too busy, and you know, I'm relying too much on on family and and you know george's parents and 
you know, to, to kind of, you know, give us a bit of help. But, um, but then other times I'm, I find that, man, I haven't picked up my horn in two weeks, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's just constantly, constantly kind of in, in flux. Mm. Far out communication is key mm. because, you know, like one kind of, you know, 30 minute conversation can make the next six months like so much easier. Because you're, you're honest about your needs um, and you're honest about about the, the capabilities that you have to be able to kind of get to the finish line with these with the projects. But but at the same time, it's like you, you, you start that dialogue around um, around how it's going to affect the family, because because that's the big change now. It's not just about me, you know, like I, you know, with my partner. Um, we, you know, she used to love it when I went away, when I did, because I used to do a lot of international touring, a lot, a lot of touring around the place. And she'd be like, awesome, I've got some time to myself. It was fantastic. <laughs> right. Um, and I used to love being away as well. It's just, it's just so fun, so fantastic. And, um, but then all of a sudden, it's just like, it's no longer about like me. It's like, it's, it's like, it's you, me and us all together, you know, and, um, and, and if that's at the, 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 if that's central to your, to every conversation, then you actually end up getting a better result. Like everyone gets a better result from from being open and and, and communicative and, and clear with with your needs, um, and also being realistic. stuff because you know we we need to talk we need to talk about this stuff like i feel every time i talk about my my parenting style and how it aligns with my with my art i just i i, I feel good i feel really positive and i feel you know and at, at times where you know at the moment there's a lot of negativity surrounding our lives and um you know i think i think just just talking this stuff through reminds reminds me that that you know this too shall pass and and i will get to a point where i'll get a tour you know somewhere and i'll i'll say to my four-year-old or you know she might be six at that point hey do you want to come on the road with me for a couple of weeks you know like i know that's going to happen mm. you know i know that's going to happen but yeah and that's because it's because of the, the 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 sort of the choices I'm making now, and and waiting, letting letting life be be the thing that that um, that steers me, rather than my creativity. If you know what I mean. It's like you, in a way, you're in a sort of a holding pattern. You've got all this amazing stuff you know you've got to look forward to because of how you've set set your life up and set things up with your family so it's really positive when you look forward it's yeah absolutely and and it's a it's a slow burn you know you can't expect it to happen straight away and i mean sometimes i expect it i expect things to happen far too soon and um you know i've just got to kind of 
try and try and sort of you know uh, lose some of that disappointment, um, knowing that it will, and knowing that you know it, it will be easier because I mean we've we've got a four year old and a one year old at the moment, and so we're we're in it at the moment, we're in it deep, and you know and it's no no word of a lie that the these last you know four years of our lives it's the hardest hardest we've ever had to deal with um you know you just you're just totally um forced to your absolute capacity and then some and um but then you get out to the other side and just be like whoa that was intense <laughs> that was intense <laughs> and and then um yeah like it just it's there's nothing like these first few years to um to really kind of remind you what it's like to be a human or what it what it takes to be human yeah and also i think it, it gives you a sense of um how much you're actually capable of that you probably didn't realize because oh, you've yeah. never been forced to these extremes before um exactly. so it's actually like you can discover a lot of stuff about yourself that you didn't know oh yeah yeah but then on the other <laughs> end of the spectrum like i i did not know that i was capable of of having so much love for someone else yeah you know like the yeah. love i like i'm tearing up here the love i have for my children is it, it, i i don't i don't know anything else like it yeah. i actually know nothing else like it and you know when when i walk in the door you know a half an hour ago and i hear my one-year-old going dada dada daddy dada dada and just like just crawling as fast as she can to get to me like it's just like far out. Like what, what, what show have I ever done that is as good as that? Mm. You know, <laughs> it's the best. And I think, yeah, I, 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 I hope that my kids realize that. <laughs> I mean, I know they do. Yeah. I don't, to, I don't have to tell them that I love them so much, you know, mm. because I mean, I do every moment I can, but. Um, they, I know they can feel it. Yeah, your actions, your behaviours are, are showing them that. Totally. Yeah, totally. and I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that that the the art that I'm creating at the moment is is uh, is is in some way guided by by that love. Mm. That's something I'm interested to sort of. I, I like to chat with people about. Have you found that that change in your life, that being a parent, and that all the changes and the intensities that go with it? How does that? How has that come out? in your work you find it reflected in what you're creating i think i've written probably the most beautiful music that i could write through thinking about my my daughters um one of them was when my my eldest she oh, look we would have been about maybe six months old and um just screaming at three o'clock in the morning uh, holding her just just absolutely the, at the end of my you know of, of what what I could give her um and just sitting at the piano and just started playing these arpeggios and she just stopped <laughs> and the the you know I thought oh this is cool and so I just kept playing and kept sort of doing this these these you know very simple arpeggios and and it, yeah, everything changed. And then I like I remembered it 
once she was asleep and I just rise, sat down at like what four o'clock in the morning or whatever and wrote out this piece of music and and to this day it's like it it, it calms her and it calms me and um and then I uh, last year I I wrote a, a saxophone concerto that was it was inspired by COVID and how the COVID pandemic was was developing and then halfway through in, in the second movement I just it was when when you know our, our youngest was born and uh and yeah it's I, I i think it's the yeah it's up there with absolutely some of the most beautiful music i've made just because i i i had her in in my mind and i had her absolute kind of beauty and and it just it just came through in the notes and like music that never would have existed without without these experiences and i think I think the the beauty comes out of like the 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 pain and suffering as well that you go through <laughs> having having children and 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 that loss of that loss of your old life because it is you know I miss it. Mm. I'm not going to lie, I miss it so much. It's like a mourning process you have to go to go through. Absolutely, <laughs> because and I mean if you if someone says oh no I don't miss my old life I you know this is this is this defines me now it's just like that's that's crap i i don't believe that for one second for one second and you know what it's a, i'm allowed to miss it because yeah. i miss it so much because it was so awesome yeah. you know but because it was so awesome that has turned me into a different person and so it's like well you know all, all of those experiences still exist they exist in who i am right now yeah. and all of those experiences still exist in 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 the stories that I'm going to tell my, my kids about, you know, the things that I used to do. And, um, but then, you know, I, I don't, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm going to be a hermit and just a father for the rest of my life. I know that things are going to change. Things are going to get easier and I'm going to get back on the road. I'm going to get back into doing more stuff and more full time. But at the moment I've made that choice. I've, I've, I've made that deal to be, to be there, to be present. does your days look like now I mean obviously you're quite busy with a one-year-old but when do you find the time to be able to do what you need to do with your music well so we've we found an amazing childcare center that um uh both actually both my my kids go to now because Georgia my partner she she went back to work three weeks ago three days a week so um that's that's been amazing so the eldest goes three days a week and the, the one-year-old, she goes twice a week. So I've effectively got um, two to three days of creative time now. It's excellent and I have no idea how to use it. Like, I'm telling you, like, I'm at the moment, like, I'm, I've just been thrusted all of this time. And also because, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy world out there at the moment with COVID. And um, we were just committing to me doing some more travel. I'd um, I meant to be playing three weeks at the Sydney Opera House in September. 
even though that hasn't been kind of publicly cancelled. Mm. So, and I was meant to be in Darwin this week for a festival, and of course they're just coming out of lockdown, and so I've effectively got about six weeks of of free time now as well. Um, which has made our lives so much easier as parents because I wasn't going to be away for four or five weeks, um, which I was really anxious about just because of the, the implications of the home life, you know, and, and, and um, how Georgia could manage. I mean, we've got amazing supports from her, her parents. My, my folks still live in Mount Gambia, so they can't, um, they can't help out in a, in a physical sense. Um, yeah, so, but, but with this time that I've got, um, I, I'm, I'm in a real creative funk. Hey, like <laughs> I've, I've got all these projects that I want to, to embark on. I've, I've been, I've been constantly kind of dreaming stuff and writing stuff down, yeah. but to actually get to that next level, I'm finding it quite difficult. And, um, I think there's a few things that are, that are like impacting my normal kind of my, my my normal direction my normal flow and first and foremost it's it's that idea of what's the point oh, <laughs> because yeah. are they actually going to happen like you know but i have to keep reminding myself that it's not you know, you know the view is worth the climb mm. you know and so uh it's that whole kind of like okay the, the 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 actual process is what's what i get the most amount of of energy out of you know yeah but then also and i mean this is this is another can of worms um social media like i'm i'm absolutely 100 percent addicted to social media and as as we all are you know if anyone's got facebook or instagram or twitter on their phone you're addicted immediately because those algorithms are so great they suck you in so um and and also sort of not seeking out bad news but just like yeah looking at the news websites just to see what what bad things happened next you know what I mean? And and that's had a profound effect on my on my outlook on life. Like I'm I'm at my core, I'm an incredibly positive and optimistic person. Um and I, I'm just feeling now that, you know, the 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 weight of the world is getting a bit too much for me. Um, and and so I'm actually I I'm I I've I've made the decision this morning I'm gonna have a bit of a um, break from social media um, just because I've, I've just found myself in some situations online that have been quite negative mm-hmm. and have sort of kept me up at night and um, I don't need that <laughs> so yeah. I think if I can you've got a one-year-old to keep you up at night you don't need anything else to keep you up at night I know I know and 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 so yeah it's it's a great it's a great time to be having this discussion because you know the the the, the fact of the matter is that you know got all this time and i'm being super creative but actually the reality is like i've got all this time and i have no freaking idea how to use it um and that's the reality and that's that's something that we need to all kind of um embrace i think Mm. you can't can't be super creative all the time like this might be like a healing time that you just need for yourself you know to I mean, and a lot of people, I think some people like hate lockdowns and hate whatevers, but I know some people I've spoken to that are enjoying being locked away because the world is so crap Um, and just being with the people they love and with the family that they need around them. I know that's, it's putting a spin on a negative, but you know, a cocooning time for you. And then, you know, the the butterfly will come out 
you know, sometimes. Oh, absolutely. And and I do, the fact that I was forced into a, you know, physical and creative lockdown last year Ooh. was pretty, like, the timing was pretty amazing because because we were about to have a kid, our second kid. And it was like, okay, we're home. Mm-hmm. So what else are we going to do? We are going to, we're going to be here as a, as a quartet, like mm-hmm. hooking in, going deep. It was, it was, it was fantastic. And I think for me, it's, yeah, I'm still having trouble getting out of that zone. Because mm-hmm. I loved it. Like I, I, I loved the the fact that we were together so much um, and that I'd made that choice four years ago when, you know, when, when we had our first, that it's like, um, this, is, this is a moment in time that I cannot get back and any opportunity I can take to connect is going to bear fruit in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I've, I mean, I've got some, there's some role models in my life that have, that have been guiding me as well, like really strong, strong men and strong fathers that have, that have really helped me through making these decisions as well. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah. And, and so the deeper you get into that mode of, of deep connection and, and parenting, the harder it is to get out of it as well. And I think that's a part of it as well. Like I, Yes, I've been incredibly creative in this time, in these last four years. Um, but I have no idea how. <laughs> I think I think yeah. necessity, I think deadlines are the only things that have actually kept me focused. If I didn't have a deadline, I wouldn't be doing anything. <laughs> uh, I actually did read the other day some on Instagram, someone said that deadlines are really good for musicians because they make you get off your ass and do stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, uh, and I feel like I feel like I need to get back into that kind of idea because I mean, for me, you know, so many of my bands that I would start were like basically we we'd just be hanging out, you know, mates hanging out talking about music, have this idea for a band, and then all of a sudden we book a gig and get a t-shirt designed, and um, before we've even written a note. <laughs> So it's like, you know, like that's, yeah, let's, let's book the gig. Let's get the vibe. This is, this is what it's going to be like. And like, bam, here it is. And yeah. And then go, okay, so what is it going to be? You know, <laughs> who's playing what? <laughs> I think I need a bit more of that in my life. <laughs> oh, nothing like a bit of stress to get you going. Hey. Oh, totally. You mentioned that you've had some really good role models around you, positive and negative, I suppose. You'd see things that you, you think, oh, actually, I don't want to do that. Yeah, there's lessons everywhere. You know, I, I, I think that where, where we go so well is through communication. Um, and, you know, some, some interactions I've had with other fathers in the past have been quite insightful just in the, just in the way that they 
describe their relationships, you know, with their partners, um, you know, like just using that, that idea of, you know, oh, oh, you're lucky your missus have, you know, let you out of the house, that sort of thing. And so it's like, oh man, if you're going to use that kind of language with me, I, I, I doubt you've had a, you've had a really kind of, you know, deep conversation about your needs, both, both of their needs. And so, you know, I, I, I've kind of learnt from friends that have had children before me that that communication is key to to being a great parent. So communication with your other half, because sometimes it, it'll be, you know, it feels like weeks. We're living in the same house, but sometimes it feels like weeks that we've actually connected, like with yeah. me and, and Georgia. It's like. It's full on and you know and that's that's a scary that's a scary cycle that can be that can be created you know mm. to the point where you you feel like you don't know each other anymore and like and so communication is just so important you know communicating when things are going well as well mm. not just when things are going badly you know and and when things are difficult it's like let's let's celebrate these these moments of 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 clarity and and enjoying our life yeah. our new life together you know um yeah so i've definitely i've definitely taken that from from my friends um you know uh james brown who's a, a guitarist one of my best friends here yeah him and his partner and their family they've they've been a big influence as has um ross McHenry, um who's another uh, fantastic musician incredibly prolific creator with three kids i don't know how he does it incredible but he's been a massive kind of beacon for me but also um uh john sarthus who's a, a composer in new south in, in, in new south wales in new zealand um who's my one of my favorite people in the world and you know he's he's got adult children now <laughs> and you know he he came and stayed with us uh you know when our when our eldest was about kind of one and a half ish and we would just sort of sit out the front, me and her, and just chat and just spend time together. And and he said to me that I that he could see himself in me, in the the decisions that he made when he was a young parent to put his his career and creativity on the back burner for a while and really hook in with the kids. He's now so close with his kids that are that are adults, you know, and. Um, and he said that the stuff that you do now is it's it's fertilizer, you know. It's it's it is lifelong. It's a lifelong connection, and and you've only got one chance yeah. to create that connection. Um, and and he just said, "Look, I'm so happy with what you're doing because he's he's reaping the benefits of it now." with these amazing relationships with these incredible human beings. I know both of his, 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 um, well, kids so well as well. And they're amazing humans, you know? And so I look at him and just think, right, I, it might be hard now, but I know that what's happening, what's to come is pretty, pretty magnificent. Mm, that's it. You're sowing the seeds to reap in the field yeah, throughout their whole absolutely. life. And, and I, I truly believe in that, that idea of we only get one chance at this, you know, I've got so many chances to write a new song. I've got so many chances to to start a new band, to, 
you know, book a tour, whatever, you know, whatever creative thing, I've got so many chances. And, and if one chance disappears, then there'll be another one. But right now, this is my only chance to be, to be that, that kind of person um, that I truly want to be as a father, that, 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 you know, absolutely um, connected, absolutely um, kind of engaged, yeah. kind of human around them. And, and, you know, silly as well. You've got to be silly. You've got to <laughs> get down on the floor. You've got to get down on the floor with them and play. Yeah. That's, it's just so important. Yeah. And, and, and again, going back to the, the social media thing, I think, um, I, I'm using it as a bit of a kind of advice, I think. Um, and it's starting to creep into my, my relationship with my kids as well. Like I'll be talking with them, but I'll be looking at Facey B at the same time. I'm like, Whoa, what's going on? Yeah. I need to stop this. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't drink anymore. I, I stopped drinking five years ago. Um, this was before we even started kind of talking about really having kids and well, we've been talking about them, but actually, you know, trying, which I'm happy about. Um, and so I don't have, I don't have like alcohol to fall back on, <laughs> which so many of us do like, and I can see the, the power of alcohol as well to have a, um, and you just want to have a nice glass of wine at the end of the day, you know, alcohol works. Mm. Absolutely. So, so I don't have that. And so, so is that why you cut it out? Because you could see you were relying on it too much. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, it's hard. It's been the hardest thing to, to maintain. Um, but also I'm feeling really good about it. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, right now, what is it? It's, um, it's one, one o'clock in the afternoon and I'm, I'm actually drinking a beer right now. It's a, uh, it's, (laughs) so I'm still drinking, but it's just non-alcoholic beer and yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Tastes great. Good on you. Yeah. Good for you. Uh. <laughs> I do rejoice uh, and and celebrate when when Georgia, you know, has a swig on the tequila bottle. Though <laughs> it's like it's pretty cool. It's just like, oh yeah, you needed that. You needed that. <laughs> I did want to ask you about your music around the the children, particularly your older daughter. Do you play your instruments around her? It's like she she's into your music. Here's how it goes. Okay, I sit down at the piano, I play one note. Daddy, stop! <laughs> I sing a note. No, Daddy, stop. Yeah, it's it's been so it's going well. <laughs> yeah, but she's decided that she likes being in the same room as me when I'm practicing the saxophone, um, which I I yeah I, I've usually I, I've had to go to I've got to, I'm lucky enough to have a studio space as well, and so I'll, have, I'll go to the studio to practice, and um, just because I know if I start playing, she'll run at me and yell at me. Um, 
and and i'm cool with that because i'm not forcing it on her it's like she is such a strong-willed little girl uh, that that's just you know it it's a fight i'm not i'm not prepared to to embark on because it might just end up with her hating music yeah and I don't want to do that. I mean, she, she'll never hate music. She loves music. She, we listen to music all the time. She loves David Bowie. She loves, um, like, she just loves music, um, which is fantastic. She wants to play the violin, and that's that came out of nowhere. I think yeah. just because we've been watching orchestral things and listening to orchestral things. Um, yeah, but um, so she'll sit with me when I practice. And so now when I practice the saxophone with her, um I'm I'm purposefully doing really simple stuff. I'm playing major scales. I'm playing scales in thirds. I'm doing things that aren't going to scare her away so mm-hmm. that when she starts playing a musical instrument, she's already going to know these sounds and she's already going to know like how to practice. <laughs> yeah. And and funnily enough, yeah, like it was it was amazing. Like after, you know, a week or so, she, you know, she came in with me a few times. She was just sort of sitting in the bath and singing and she started singing this melody in thirds she was making up like unicorn and the fairy was something something da, da, da. Yep. singing in thirds and i'm like darling are you singing what i what i was practicing and she's <laughs> like yeah and i just thought to myself well there it is like it's, yep. <laughs> there it's you happening go. yeah yeah our youngest one on the other hand we can i can i can pick up a spoon and and drop it on the ground and she will just go like oh that sounds awesome and she'll dance around and she like (laughs) she is the absolute opposite she like you put on any kind of music and she just explodes all right the complete opposite and i you know and i play you know i play the anything and she loses it she goes crazy when i put the blender on in the morning she thinks it's the greatest sound in the world and she's just sitting there dancing to the it's really funny (laughs) she's just looking for any any opportunity just to bust out her move she's just she's just hanging for it absolutely and and look I, i i know that those qualities that that you know the oldest has are only going to be kind of her well, they're, they're going to be her superpowers when she's older. You know, it'd be so easy for us to, um, to 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 destroy that part of her. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, but we want we're embracing it you mm. know, because you know the world needs more powerful women, and she's she's going to take on the world. <laughs> yeah. And and I I I wish anyone luck. That. <laughs> <laughs> that stands in her way because they will not win. Um, <laughs> but that's you know that's what I love about her as well. As as challenging as it is, and as hard as it is to deal with sometimes, it's actually like pretty exciting. It's pretty mm. exciting that she's going to be that kind of person. Absolutely, it's like you can't wait to see. Can't wait to see what she does and how she changes the world. <laughs> yeah, I hope she's my manager. Actually. That'd be- <laughs> my manager my bouncer (laughs) (laughs) yeah personal security guard oh that's awesome
Is it important for you to maintain who you are as a person outside of your role as a parent? Absolutely. Because, you know, as much as, as much as we say that, you know, we're the same person, it's, we're not, you know, and, and, and I, I really do believe that the identity is, is incredibly important and, you know, but, but you need to know what, what that is as well. And so, you know, what, what is my identity and like, what, what do I identify with and, you know, what makes me, me, um, and I've, uh, yeah, there's, there's a few things that make me, me, um, one of them is, is reading. I read a lot and I still read a lot. And I, um, the, the one thing that I've kept from my, my life pre kids is reading. And so every night I've read, it might be two pages. It might be two lines. It might be a hundred. I don't think I've, I mean, there might be some nights where I'm just absolutely smashed and I just need to go to sleep, but generally I'll read. So that's, you know, that's a big thing about my identity that I've kept. Um, and that's, and that's a silent part of my identity as well, but it's such an important part of me and a part of my life. Um, and if I wasn't reading, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be a very happy person. And so, so yeah, that, that is the one thing that I've been, I've kept control of. Um, my identity as a musician, I don't think that changes because my identity isn't just about me. My identity is actually in other people. Now that might come out to kind of strange, but you know, in the eyes of, of, of my public and the people that enjoy my music, they don't see me as a father. They see me as Adam Page, the bearded musician. So in many ways, my identity still exists. Okay. So that side of it, my public identity still exists. Um, and if I, if I'm, if I'm trying to kind of, uh, you know, simmer away at projects and, and which I have been doing, I've been, it's been more than simmering. It's been boiling sometimes, but you know, if I, my output remains, then my identity in the public eye is, is the same. It just keeps growing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but personally it's quite simple for me and, and it's, and it's reading, it's listening to music as well. It's a big part of my journey of my, of my, kind of journey of being a better person is is exploring other other music and letting the music in rather than just let, letting the music out and and that's something that I can do with my children as well and you know, I can share that and that's in many ways kind of really helping our relationship as well because they're growing through music and um but then but then you you know you kind of have to ask yourself you know who am I and I mean, who, who, who I was yesterday is different to who I am today and who I'll be tomorrow. And that's just, that's totally, that's up to me. And that's up to my, my mindset at the time. Um, because if you think that your, your identity is fixed, then, um, then you're missing out on so many other like factors of your life that you don't know existed. And so I, I, that idea of identity is, is kind of, attached to the idea of self you know what is self what is you know it's just i don't know i i I feel like my 
my identity is who I am right now. And, and who I am right now is someone that's, um, that's in a bit of a creative funk and I'm okay with that <laughs> because that's who I am right now. You can accept, and, accept and <laughs> yeah, accept it, accept it. That's what it is. And if I, if I accept, then if I was to be like, Oh, I should be this person. I should be this, you know, multi-award winning, blah, 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 blah. That's, that means nothing. Um, who I am right now is who I am right now. And so that to me is preserving my identity because I'm accepting my identity. Mm. Far out, we're going deep. Oh, Look, I, I, love it. I, I kind of, yeah, I, I need these conversations as well. Like, because you know, I, I, I do, I do talk with friends about this stuff, you know, and, um, yeah, it always makes me feel better at the end. So it's nice that we're pressing record. I think the big takeaway from this for, if there's any, any fathers listening, or even mothers as well, um, is like communication is just key and um and talking about the things that you really want to do and then finding a way together to be able to do them you know like just being open and communicating has just yeah it's just made it made made potentially sticky situations really manageable you know and as I said before, we've we've got so much help from from family that yeah, we're so lucky. We're very lucky, very 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 lucky. Um, I'm eternally grateful for yeah for the people that help us and help me. Actually, it's mostly about me being able to realise some of my artistic kind of you know um, dreams, if you must. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it takes it takes a village. Thank you.